Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, and this is something that we would like to call a little extra content in the form of a mailbag. We usually do these after a Marvel Studios project concludes, and we're continuing a little bit of something extra. And speaking of extra, you can get extra content at patreon.com slash mcuniversitypod. You can get all of our bonus content, which, funny enough, after this, we're, we're recording a subscriber mailbag exclusive to our patrons. So make sure you check that out if you get a chance, but appreciate the support nonetheless. I am joined by my producer and my pal, DJ Christie. Jake, how are you? I'm doing well. I uh, love doing these mailbags, uh, and I love that we're doing the regular one and then the subscriber one back-to-back. Uh, at the end of the regular one, I'm going to read two of the questions that we have just so people can get a taste of what they can expect on the subscriber mailbag because uh, there's definitely two buckets, and <laughs> they're very distinct. <laughs> uh, the, the difference between what those are is just so much fun, and we'll definitely get that. And again, if you're a patron... Or if you want to be a patron, you can get that with your extra content along with the Discord and things like that. But before we get to your questions, there were a couple of things that happened in the MCU as of recently that were very interesting. The first, we found out and we got confirmation that Harrison Ford has been cast as Thunderbolt Ross. He will be making his debut in the MCU in Captain America New World Order. And we will also see him in the Thunderbolts. I have I have plenty of thoughts on this, but Jake, I wanted to get yours first. Go ahead. So I think it's cool generally. I think that obviously we don't know what sort of role he's going to have. There's a lot of speculation that Red Hulk is going to happen in some form. And obviously when you cast someone who I believe is 81 years old, there's some trepidation about that. But at the same time, I guess I feel ha- I, it's kind of all just a positive for me given that like I never was a huge fan of William Hurt in the role, um, and also like just for the hell the mental well being of everyone on set. I think it's probably better that William Hurt, famous asshole, is not <laughs> on the set. Like Harrison Ford is ornery, but like by all accounts, he's not like a dick to work with. Whereas William Hurt, uh, the reason why he had didn't have much of a career after like three Oscar nominations and a win is because of that. Um, so it's kind of just like I'm not jumping for joy or like crazy or anything like that. Um, but I'm also not like there's not someone who immediately comes to mind that I wish they would have cast instead. So I'm happy to see it. I am intrigued is the way that I would describe it. I think there is a lot of just general curiosity on my part as far as, okay, so he's Ross, but what exactly does that mean in terms of his role specifically for something like Captain America four and what type of role that he played the last time that we saw Ross was in Black Widow, but really the last time that we saw him in any significant capacity in a significant role was Civil War, even though he had his little spot in Infinity War, but Civil War was where we saw him having a, a being a part of the conflict with the Sokovia Accords. So where does this character land now? It's in, It's intriguing. So I think for me, I think... It's not that I don't like Harrison Ford. I'm I'm cool with it. It's not even that he's 81 years of age. I don't think it's that. I think there's just, from a fit standpoint, and maybe it's just my own perspective on it, I don't know, for whatever reason, when I got the news, it just didn't hit home 
or or snap to me like something we will talk about in a few minutes. There is there's just I don't know, it's like a gnawing feeling and usually I don't get these with these yeah. castings. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I've just it just makes me curious about okay, what's this Can role? I speculate yeah, as to why yes, I think it ahead. is? Because I think that my trepidation about it if as such as I have one is that Almost, I never really feel trepidation about any MCU casting because I always assume that Kevin Feige knows what he's doing and that he will get out of it what he wants. The the, the trepidation you'd have about Harrison Ford is that Harrison Ford is an actor who is big enough where he actually just could phone in a performance and they wouldn't say anything to him about it. You know what I mean? Like, most of the time you expect that Kevin Feige wouldn't bother casting someone if they weren't going to give it their all. But Harrison Ford, you can imagine them casting him for the name and then he shows up and wants to do like two hours of work a day. I don't know if that's going to happen, but like, that's why I think that the normal, my normal faith I have in Kevin Feige does not necessarily apply here because if there is an actor big enough to make the MCU bend to his will, it definitely is. Harrison yeah, I Ford. think that's a fair point. And I think more so than anything else with the way that Captain America 4 has been talked about in terms of what the plot is going to be. I think there's just it's just fair to have a general curiosity about it. And then further along, I think the Red Hulk point is it's like a fair one. Like, what are they going to do with that? If if it gets to that, I'm just generally. Yeah. That's where I am. I, I suspect there might be some stuff. He might be the Red Hulk in some way, but I don't think that if there is a Red Hulk going forward, I don't think he's going to be played by Harrison Ford for a long period of time. Both because he's 81 and also honestly because I understand that the Red Hulk is canonically mm-hmm. Thaddeus Ross, but as the character has been thus far, like, are you really that jazzed about the idea of Thaddeus Ross, Ross being a big bad? You know what I mean? Like, he's just not right. that big of a character like there are other characters where if you could say like insert character let's say what a uh, 100 uh radici suggested of val being a red hulk that that gets my blood That's flowing whereas like thaddeus ross it's like ah because once again it's not like william her was a spring chicken either he still be like in his mid-70s doing this shit so it's not right. like it ever was gonna be a person who really was age appropriate. right and i'm glad that you mentioned val because i think that's my other question because if anything in terms of plot and in terms of story Val's true purposes have yet to be revealed, but I feel like we're on the verge of starting to find some of those out. So how does that mix in with Ross and government connections and stuff like that? This is where we get my MCU mind really turning and thinking about those things. I would consider this more of a me being intrigued thing than a like, oh no, I just don't like it offhand. And maybe that's just what's giving me the weird feeling about it. But, you know, I'm curious to see what happens. It'll be interesting for sure. Now, the other bit of news that we got, which was confirmed over the weekend, which, listen, I think the MCU gets a lot of things right in terms of their castings. I will say, I was surprised when this name came about for the alleged Mephisto, who, if... Anybody who's been a long, long time listener of this show, just take us back to WandaVision and when I was on my Easter egg hunt with all those Mephisto references. I was just wondering, where is this dude at? He gonna show up at the end and all that stuff. And we didn't get him. It's a little bit of a disappointment, but you know what? We moved on. I didn't know if they were gonna ever bring him in. But apparently, debuting in Ironheart of all places, Sasha Baron Cohen playing Mephisto. Jake, I gotta say, in mm-hmm. terms of like my first 
initial reaction to this was, holy shit, this was one of the most on the nose, how do you just nail it like that type of castings. Mm. Tell me your thoughts. I It's perfect in that he is... I don't know a ton about the character in the comics. I know what you've told me and, you know, what other podcasts have told me. And the thing that, like, he's, there's such a trickster element. And there's almost a way in which what you want out of the character in my in my eyes is something similar to what, and this is a crazy, just walking. Uh, yeah, I'm walking. What you wanted with the genie in the original Aladdin, where you cast Robin Williams not just for his voice, but because he can do a million different characters as that character, right? And Sasha Baron Cohen's whole thing is that he'll do a million different voices and different things. And so casting him as a trickster devil yes. is like, it's perfect in that like one he'll be game for he he is a good enough actor where he actually can do any the actual menace of it but then if you need him to take different forms or do different bits do like he will do bits which is the thing i think i kind of want out of a mephisto character because like you don't actually want him to be like the devil yeah. because you don't want to open up the can of worms and so i'm i'm happy to hear it i mean he uh he's a guy i'm not I'm a little bit surprised that he's doing the MCU, but, you know, I feel like everyone is. And also, I mean, he, now that I think about it, he did do, like, the Alice in Wonderland sequel, so clearly he does like paychecks. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to see it. What, what, what was your reaction? I'm incredibly fascinated because I think there is many layers to what he can provide. I think you mentioned it. I think the trickster element is certainly something that can be a part of that. I think the comedic element on a... On a le- it could be on a level that we haven't seen in the MCU in, in terms of just like that type of comedy and even sometimes maybe dark comedy. I think that that intrigues me. And then I think the the menacing, I'm smarter than you, I can pull you into a deal or something that you can't get out of. That's like the stuff with Wanda and her kids in the comics. That that stuff is interesting. The Spider-Man, uh, I think it was what is it, my uh my last day or something like that, where the it's kind of the same premise of No Way Home, where the I think he gives up his he gives up the identity thing to oh he has to give up Mary Jane uh to save his identity. Something something along those lines. So is is just very very intriguing there to see him and then you know I, I think there's a lot of things that we've seen him seen him in that would give credence to him just being able to play a multi-faceted multi-layered role so i think there's just a level of excitement there and it also just the fact that they're using this character for ironheart makes me very curious about ironheart's direction overall ironheart now being involved in wakanda forever and there's there are some mystical, spiritual elements to uh, Wakanda and and stuff like that. So them kind of translating that, the tech magic stuff that seems to be mm-hmm. uh, something that could be at play there in Ironheart, the series, with the hood and, and, uh, and Miss Ironheart herself, Riri Williams. There's a lot of good stuff. And you add this person to the mix, it's... It it creates a level of intrigue for this show that I originally um, listen. I like Riri Williams uh, in the books, mm-hmm. but like in terms of the show, like okay, they have a they have a very very interesting cast going on in that yeah. show. So like mm-hmm. all of that um, has me excited for the show. 
And I, I there's a bit of like film nerdy speculation yes. that I'm curious about, and they would never admit this, but because one of the things we talked about when we were talking about Mephisto back in the WandaVision days is that it was there was some doubt he might ever come because China ha- right. does not allow movies with the devil mentioned. And anyone who's paid attention to international box office knows that China's basically like shut off almost every foreign film. Like they're accepting significantly less than they used to. Mm-hmm. And I think they basically are done accepting Marvel movies. Most, I think it started because of, I don't know what, I don't know, but like I think Eternals might've been the first one that they didn't because, well, because Chloe Zhao and then they didn't do Dr. Strange because there was the two moms in one scene. Cause, and I think for better the mcu is kind of just giving up on trying I, i'm assuming it's trying giving up on trying to get into china just because they never will mm-hmm. um and so i think that that might be why they're actually finally letting mephisto because that seemed like the most plausible explanation as to why he was never even hinted at because you know we've seen we've all seen uh the random second act hong kong scene in the dark night <laughs> hollywood studios will do almost anything to get dollars from chinese audiences and if they're not allowed to anymore then perhaps they'll be willing to you know break the rules of not allowing a devil to be in something right i th- no i think that's a fair point and as we as we move past wakanda forever and i think ironheart is still in the midst of filming but you know, as soon as it comes out, like this is it's moving up to the list of stuff that I'm most intrigued about for next year. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. It should be interesting stuff. But yeah, the two very interesting castings. I want to throw one more thing at you before we start answering questions. So there's a rumor today about Adam Driver. Adam yep. Driver allegedly. Met mm-hmm. with Marvel Studios about two different roles not too long ago. Mm-hmm. One was Mr. Fantastic. The other was Dr. Doom. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, and I pose this as a question as a poll on Twitter. If you had to choose one of the two, which one do you think that you would choose him for? I chose Dr. Doom because while I would believe Adam Driver as the smartest man in the world, he is very internal with his intelligence in a way that I think is more befitting of, in a comic book setting, is more befitting of a villain than a hero. Obviously, I will take him as either because I am on the record of saying that he is the best actor of his generation. I think that he is incredible. There's honestly almost been no no movie I've ever seen him in where I'm just like, holy shit, he's running circles around everyone. So whatever he wants to do, um, I hope he is not, I, I hope he's doing it because he's interested because I really, it would actually kind of suck if he was kind of feeling like he had to do a Marvel movie. Because I'm kind of surprised, given that he didn't seem to enjoy the publicity of the whole Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, whatever he wants to do, truly any role, if he even wants to like, if he wants to do a villain that's only in like one movie because he doesn't want to commit to it, do it. Like anything you can do to get Adam Driver in the room, um, get him in. And I don't know if you saw. Uh, there was a great thing that I saw on Charles Murphy's Twitter where someone said uh, <laughs> he should play Ben Groom because he's Jewish. And Charles was like, he's not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I just love when people assume things. Oh, man. Uh, anyway. This is great stuff. But, yeah, I, that, I agree. Dr. Doom is, I think that would be befitting of, his char- of, of a character that I think Adam Driver could really score with. And I don't know, like the Fantastic Four generally... I'm still trying to figure out like what the perfect Reed Richards archetype is in my mind, like formula formulating, like, what does that, what does that mean specifically for me? What do you, who does that like for you? If you had, one? I, the thing that is super important to me, I keep, when I imagine in my head, 
is someone doing a lot of fast talking to explain something super scientific that no one understands, right? And that that's why Adam Driver immediately rings false for me because he just doesn't – I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. I've long been on the William Jackson Harper train. Um, the man is ripped, but he's also really good at playing nerds. And if you just like turn cheaty from the good place, like 10 degrees, you get, I think, a V Richard type. But I think the most important thing is just – the the whole thing he's the smartest man alive mm-hmm. and as i've said many times when they say that and they show john krasinski i'm like i don't believe you <laughs> and so i'm sorry and that's not i'm not joking right like there's just a i think intelligence is a thing that you really can't fake with an actor it's why a lot of times when actors try to play like quote-unquote normal people it fails because you're like i know you went to yale school of drama you just don't read as someone who dropped out of high school you know what i mean and that is a, and it goes both ways and that like I need to be able to read on the actor like this person is actually smarter than everyone else around them. And so like that, no matter what they do with it, that is the most important thing to me is that you convince that you immediately buy that this person is incredibly competent, they're incredibly smart, but perhaps they're so in their own head that it hurts them because they're unable to communicate. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be interesting whenever we get an official announcement on that, but we are a ways away off from Fantastic Four. It'll come in due time, and we'll talk about it then. But let's answer your questions. Uh, Thank you to everybody, obviously, for uh, sending them in. We always appreciate them. We will start with Brooks Kakashi at Only One Brooks. He has two questions, actually. What project do you think we'll see Shang-Chi again? And do you think S.H.I.E.L.D. or the government know about mutants? Hmm... I don't think. I mean, does Shield really still exist in any meaningful way? I think it's now Sword. Yeah, it's Sword now. I would say that the Department of Damage Control probably go. does. Yes. Uh, and this, give me a second to think about the Shang Chi question. You answer the. You answer. Okay, so yes, I, I would the, on the second question. Yes, I think the Department of Damage Control and Sword know about mutants already. I think this will be a thing that we'll start to see kind of play out amongst a lot of these projects. Uh, they'll give us little hints and little nuggets here and there. But in terms of the Shang-Chi thing, I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this actually longer than the question has been asked because, um, you know, you hear about the Shang-Chi sequel, when that's going mm-hmm. to take place. Uh, will it take place during the, during the break between uh, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars? And all that stuff, but I would assume that that we will see Shang again beforehand. My guess would be, at least first, would be in Jai Ling, whatever they have planned for her, whether it's a series or a special presentation, as Marvel Studios is kind of like altering how they're doing the Disney Plus stuff. So we'll see what happens there, if it's a series or if it's a presentation. But I think that would be at least my most logical guess right at this moment with what's yeah. been announced so far. Yeah, that's, I think, where I would go. I would also just throw out, even though there's, there's no evidence of this, and I very well could be saying something that is provably untrue, do just want to note that uh, Ant-Man lives in San Francisco as well. Just, have, just a little thrown out there. If, if, we're, if we're going with, like, pie-in-the-sky ideas, yes. and I would like to see him integrated with other Avengers, mostly because like, we haven't seen him on that scale yet. And frankly, like it's it's something that I could see happening because on like some of the other 
actors. Simu Liu is not someone who has like a million other franchises that needs to do. So he could show up in anything. Yes, I think that's a fair point. And I'm glad you mentioned the San Francisco thing because, yeah, we're not far from Quantumania. Just a couple of months away as we hit, hit that train towards it. Allegedly hearing that we're getting a trailer soon. So that should be fun. But thank you, Brooks, for the question. The next one, tra- at Trade A421, favorite project of each MCU phase? Hmm. Okay. Uh, phase one is the Avengers, and that's actually not that hard. Yeah, that's not hard. Um, what's phase two? I'm going Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier for me too. Phase three is uh, Ragnarok. <laughs> okay, Infinity uh, War for me. And then phase four is No Way Home. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously there are things that are close. Yeah. Like Infinity War is close for me in phase three. I would say that, you know, Loki and She-Hulk are both close for me in phase four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I think that... Uh... Now phase one without the Avengers is the most inter- is actually interesting to me. Because over the years I like Iron Man less and less and I like the first Avenger more and more. It, Iron Man still probably wins for me, but that is the thing. I had to think about it for the first time in a while. Alright, so like if I had to go with a second one, I'll go OG Iron Man and... I will then go probably cap after that. Yeah, those are definitely the best ones. Yeah, but that <clears throat> that's a really good question. Um, but yeah, yeah, appreciate that question. And uh, Megan asks, since two MCU villains are in a boxing movie, Creed three, who are you placing mm-hmm. bets on, and what do you think their walk-in music should be? I. Uh- uh, we all saw the beach picks of Jonathan Majors. I'm Listen. sorry. Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. getting knocked out. No, I mean, goodness. he's just. <laughs> uh, this is the thing. This is the thing when it comes to these movies and how they, how they quote unquote book them. Mm-hmm. You always wonder if it's going to be a case of, all right, it's, it's the way that it's presented in the trailer as Majors' character, Damien was somebody who was left behind mm-hmm. by uh, Mr. Creed. So it's going to be one of those things where I'm guessing it's going to be a fight where Damien's winning. And then, mm. well, I don't think they will do the, I don't think they'll do a draw here. No, I will say that I think, yes, I do think Damien will win. I mean, I wasn't actually thinking about the plot of the movie. That's I, I, I am, because that, tra- that trailer yeah. kind of grabbed me more yeah. than I expected it to. I mean, what you just explained is why I'm not a huge fan of boxing movies. Because <laughs> I feel like they're all kind of like... Yeah, they, they're all they, book them, they, book them, they book them funny as hell. Yeah, but... Uh... And there's the bit about the walk-up music. That I'm not even going to touch just because, like, I tell you guys over and over again that I'm a white bread person. And that, like, I just don't. I, I, any answer, I'm not going to give a good answer. And so what, what would your answer be? All right. So for for Damien's character, I wanted to say Mama Said Knock You Out. But I think I will go with What's My Name, DMX. And mm-hmm. for Creed's character... I think I will go. Hmm. Oh no! For Creed's character, I think uh, I'll go Biggie and Diddy victory. Yes. Mm. Okay. I will go. Those are those are the two that I will go with there. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Meg, for your question. Caleb asks. Shout out mm-hmm. to Caleb. If you could cast or recast any MCU role with any actor from any time period at any age, what role mm-hmm. is it, 
and who would you cast? This one you're gonna, it's it's it immediately came to mind for me. Hmm. Give me 1993 Denzel as Kang. Oh wow, yeah, that's. Imagine him doing the He Who Remains. Like I'm not even gonna do the impression, but you imagine him doing. We're all villains here. I mean. <laughs> That would be no, my goodness. That would that would be excellent. Um, I had a hard time thinking about this. This was this is an interesting one. So we'll do some so we'll do some workshopping as we go here. All right, so any age, any time. I, I mean, a one that I would be interested in seeing, even though I don't know if it would be better, is like, same 1995 Brad Pitt as Captain America. Feels like if the MCU existed back then, that would be what they would have done, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, but uh, I don't I don't think that that's better necessarily, but I was trying to kind of try to think, like, if the MCU was created in another era, who would be cast as what? Um, you know what? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with something that everybody went crazy with, with the rumors of for Dr. Strange. I will go with Tom Cruise. Um, I'll go with 1996 Tom Cruise uh, from the, when he was a uh, mission impossible, the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I will go with him as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. If he, if he just wanted to try it and see what happens. I think, I think, I think Cruise could definitely be a long-term character and he would do all of his own wacky stunts too. It, it would be very it would be a very different character i think it would be good in a lot of ways bad in a lot of other ways um i think that he wouldn't oh there's a lot of stuff that tony stark does that i just wouldn't believe like i i would never believe that Tom Cruise could never convince him to play an alcoholic you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i just wouldn't believe that um but i think that he would also like kill all of the super competent scenes that he has so i mean i think that that was also that was a place my mind went to because of the rumors and that would still be something i would like to see in a secret wars like just because it was an obvious rumor i don't care <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I, yeah i absolutely wouldn't mind either um hmm who else who else would could denzel play I mean, the thing is, almost anyone is the is the is the right answer. Yeah. Like that's why Denzel is the best. And the thing is, he could play almost anyone, but he'd still be playing Denzel, Denzel. which is <laughs> that is great. You're right. You're right. You're totally right about that. Oh mm-hmm. man, Denzel. I still, I still like. I would love to get Leonardo DiCaprio in one of these. Like as, like give me, give me 30, 34, 35 year old Leo. Um, that's what though. Huh, but it, it's got to be something big. It's got to be some <laughs> some huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing about Leo is that he has such a specific star persona that, like, I actually think one of the reasons why it's hard to come up with a superhero casting for him is that his, so much of his star persona is being. He's not wholesome. He's he can never be all. He's never all good, and he's usually not even mostly good. You know, even in his movies where he's a hero, he's still a kind of a usually a scummy guy and oh, so peter quill yeah i mean there we go there you go yeah i think yeah i think peter quill would be a good look for leo yeah mm. oh man but then no good question caleb yeah and um to round it out we got a couple from springthorpe shout mm-hmm. out to mike mm-hmm. what's an existing role in an mcu movie that you would like to have played don't think about how old you would have been at the time that's a really good question. Um, I think that there are a lot of like side roles 
that I would have liked to have played. Like, you know what? At Sunwell, I would love to have played th- not the general one, but this version of the MCU's Flash Thompson. I think it would be a lot of fun. And I, I know how I would do it, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, what about you? Okay, I have a couple in mind. I would want to play, I think Ned would be cool. Yes. I think Ned would and be cool. And that suits, that suits your strengths. Yeah, I think Ned would be a cool one. And I also would want to play, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a Black Panther character. I think, I, I think obviously I would have to do some beefing up for it. Yeah, I think, I think I would want to try for to go for, for an M'Baku role. Yeah, I think, I think, would... yeah, I think that that also is best with your personality. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I, for me, there's a couple, like, for example, I would love the idea of like, if I could do the voice of Rocket Raccoon, that'd be dope. Um, <laughs> just because I, 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 um, but no, I think that like there are. It's not in there, but honestly, the one the role that would interest me the most is Reed Richards. Is I that just I feel like I uh, I think that part of the reason why I have such a specific idea of what the character should be is because I understand like the fast talking explaining shit that no one understands is my entire personality unfortunately and so i that is like what immediately my mind goes to um although you know i can't stretch that much and um you know <laughs> and if, if, I mean, if hey, they cast yeah. freaking young Griffith in the original one so like who knows no nah, exactly um i think one more like if if they ever decided to make ant-man black like i think i would definitely play like Why the, not? the play play the uh play the the pops who you know was just trying to trying to do right by his kid mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a, that, that would. I mean, totally, exactly. Mm-hmm. That would totally but you know what? You know what I actually could see you as? I could see you as Bobby Cannavale's character. The guy who's like originally hesitant, but then like is like, ah, come in here. You yeah, know? Yes, 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 yes. I, I, the thing about him is why I actually really, and I talked about this when we did the movies. Yeah. The thing I really like about those movies is that Paxson is the character's name is a good guy. Like, he's not a dick. Like, he's being, he's a really good stepfather. And, like, that I like a lot, because it's so, I think it's the laziest thing in the world to be like, this guy is so shitty, but the woman like, no, you get why Judy Greer wants to be with him. And I think that you could do that, because I could see you being very protective, being like, no, like, this is, but then being like, ah, you're a good guy, give me a hug. (laughs) No, exactly. No, no, good question, Springthorpe, and you you did have another one. At least it'd be nice for us to answer at least a She-Hulk question. Yep. Which he posed, and, um, you know, this is, as when it comes to Scar, like, who's his mama? Is she a Mm -hmm. giant alien? Does Mm -hmm. time work differently on on, on Scar with his age? Like, well, what is is his mom? Is his mom in still one piece? (laughs) That's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, to answer, I, I'm going to assume the answer to the last question is yes, because I don't think that Kevin Feige is like, what I really want to tackle is someone being torn apart during sex or childbirth. But I think the answer is that he probably is just, I don't think time works. Does time work differently on Sakaar? I don't I think don't it does. I don't think so. I don't. Because we have the stuff on Asgard and Sakaar at the same time. And so, but you think about it this way, though, that, like, on Earth, humans have one of the longest maturity times of any animal. So, like, logic would suggest that perhaps, especially if you have gamma radiation in your blood and there's an alien, like, odds are... If, if Earth is an example, odds are the average species has a shorter maturation period than humans do. Right. 
Um, I think the one thing I will say about this is like, so in MCU timeline, if we really wanted to try and break this down, so Banner leaves Earth in a, after Age of Ultron, which is 2015. Let's say in the same year he gets there to Sakaar, mm-hmm. and maybe he meets whoever he meets, and they mm-hmm. get busy there. So mm-hmm. add another nine months on that, or however pregnancy works in mm-hmm. with with aliens in Sakaar. Maybe it happens a little quicker. I don't know, but maybe 2016 child is born so remember the by the time we got to the events of infinity war and endgame there was the five-year jump 2023 so you got 2023 by the end of endgame there's been a couple of years of mcu content since now where exactly we are i don't know but the odds are based off of it just seems like he's like 10 or 11 if i yeah. had to guess if i had to guess so if that's yeah. the case i'm intrigued i would like to get an explanation on this hopefully we get one i, I think we will the thing with anything like this mm-hmm. it's my one of my least favorite types of discourse when people are like oh my god he looks too old it's like yeah no shit animator spent days animating him you think that they didn't have an answer as to why he looks like he's not 10 like of course there's gonna be an explanation for it like yeah i didn't think about honestly i really didn't think about the age when i first saw him the first thing i thought about was like yo god damn what happened to your hairline yeah it's really the embodiment of the meme of the hey man just fuck my shit up (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. pretty much but uh, yes, I want to thank everybody for asking their questions. So I know Jake, you wanted to read a couple of the yeah, just the just two, ones. just to give you a preview. Now this is a pretty, this is a tame question of you know what this, from Dalbine asks, what kind of dad does Hulk remind y'all of, and why is it Dom Toretto? That's an example of one question. And the question that we're going to be answering first on the Patreon mailbag, which we'll be recording right after this, is rank Hulk. Bucky Barnes and Vision in the order of how badly you want to know about their equipment. And so that's the type of stuff we talk about behind the wall. It's three dollars to get there. Uh and I am very excited for this Patreon mailbag. The people really brought it. And so uh please, if you have if you're able and you love hearing us, uh if you like us when we uh are at our silliest, I can't emphasize how much we are silly on the Patreon. Yes, yes, I couldn't agree with Jake Moore on that aspect. And once again, appreciate everybody for asking their questions. Appreciate our patrons, all of that good stuff. So as far as this show goes, next week. Next week is what I would currently build if everything works out. I will build it as a special presentation of the Marvel Cinematic University podcast where we will be doing something and talking to somebody who you wouldn't think that we'd talk to, but in some ways when you when you see this person, You'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, they, they talk to him. Yep. And in a, in, a, in a way, there will be some lessons learned about a, a, a very famous hashtag on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So yep. that, that'll be your little also, preview. Also, we'll be talking about Black Adam, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. We're doing yes. both. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Black Adam. Shout out to shout out to The Rock and everything happening there this weekend. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. go see it. We'll see if the hierarchy of uh mm-hmm. of the dc universe does actually change if not mm-hmm. we'll you know we'll we'll move on but nonetheless um jake where can we follow you brother at the jake christie uh i am and also hey i'm on be real 
I'm Jake. Uh, what am I? I think I'm just at the Jake Christie also there. Uh, I don't know why I'm on Be Real, but I'm on Be Real. I don't even know what that is. Hashtag wash it. It's I. It's a social. It's a social media app that do, is not very work intensive, and so I. That's why I did it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three. Follow the show at MC University Pod. Gave you all the stuff on the Patreon. Got that Patreon mailbag coming up very shortly, and also kind of forever a couple weeks out should be very fun i'm excited to to talk about it with everybody once we get to it trying to cook up a little special group for that so Mm -hmm. so just stay tuned in the meantime for jake christie i'm anthony cants on the third this is marvel cinematic university and we'll talk to you next time